This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Patterson Program, where you'll learn how to improve your health from the inside out. And now, your host, Clint Patterson. Today, my special guest is Seema, and she is in Mumbai in India, and she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis in 2008 and has a very interesting story to tell us and how she was able to modify the Patterson program and get tremendous results and pain relief, which includes coming off sulfasalazine, which she was on for two years, uh, no longer needing painkillers, which she was taking for the immense pain that she was in, and a lot of information that can help us around the way that she prepares the foods, which need to be a little bit different uh, because she is in India. So Seema, thanks so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you, Clint. I'm so grateful to be on this podcast. Thanks a lot for inviting me here. I feel so grateful and lucky to be here. Well, thanks for coming on and, sh- and sharing some tips that you're going to give us as to what's working. You've been able to, uh, as, I, as I mentioned, get off some of these other medications and now you've tapered your methotrexate from 15 milligram. You're now down to five milligram, which is your only yeah. drug that you're now taking, which is a, a big improvement from where you were. And so what modifications and what changes have you had to make to the Patterson program to make it work for you? Or has it just worked straight out of the box? No, I had to make some uh, modifications. Like earlier, I was taking white rice. Then I, when I switched to brown rice, the, uh, then I saw some result. Later on, I also reduced spices. In India, we are used to make making all the dishes with lot of masalas, garam masalas, red chili powder. And you will see all dishes are red in color. Chole masala, chole puri. Paneer masala, everything mm. includes masala. Even tea includes masala. For especially for India, Maggie has introduced masala Maggie. So here, if there is no ma- masala, people would not like it. But actually, masala is hampering your digestive system. It inflames the lining of digestive system, due to which the problem of leaky gut cannot be solved. So that's why earlier, even in on Patterson program. My mom, so that I could eat tasty food, she used to add masala on Patterson program recipes as well. So that's why I was not getting, I was not seeing faster results. But as soon as I did my own research and I found out that masala also, masala can cause inflammation, I immediately stopped, completely stopped. Not even pinch of masala I would add. I did not care about taste. So slowly my taste bud change so now even if there is no masala i still love my food <laughs> so <laughs> because taste buds modify like like you can train your taste bud according to your habit you are every day what you eat your taste bud are modified according to that so uh, apart from this stopping the spices i stopped onion and garlic because according to sattvic diet onion and garlic can uh, are categorized under tamo food there are three gunas, sattvic, rajo and tamo. Sattvic, sattvic diet causes us to remain peaceful. Tamo guna is, no, ratsik guna is causes a lot of action. It is associated with action and passion. And uh, tamo guna is asso- associated with uh, arrogance. Actually, we have all this guna, but 
in uh, some proportion but satvik guna should be uh, should be at higher proportion so that we are always peaceful and calm because our mind is, has directly direct impact on our body if we are, we are able to control our mind then because you might be knowing about mind body connection and psychosomatic diseases majority of diseases are occurring because of wrong thinking pattern so when i started to change my thinking pattern i started to love every single thing i am doing though my body was in pain i would consciously think positive thoughts i would visualize positive things like your affirmation pain free drug free back to maximum energy so i would visualize i am pain free though it has not already happened but for in my mind it is already happened so when i think positive our mind cannot differ our brain cannot differentiate between what is real and what is imaginary so when you imagine positive things your brain releases chemicals in your body that helps in healing good hormones are released so you are positive and always want to you are then then you feel like doing exercise because when you are negative you will not even feel like doing that exercise so so many things have changed and apart from this uh, m- most important is organic food then uh, earlier my celery i was not able to find organic celery so when i started to use organic celery and have organic juice that also i think played a major role now and in between i thought everything is going fine i am not having pain so i thought it's okay for some time i will switch to inorganic but i observed that pain returned when i switched to inorganic food so now i have i have decided that i'll stick to organic food because the chemicals that uh, that is being used is very harmful and as we have suffered from this disease our bodies and system organs are very sensitive to all this chemicals so that's why i think the pain returns when right. you switch to inorganic food so you only so i would eat- suggest that everyone should stick to organic diet and is it easy to get organic foods in mumbai yes in mumbai it is easy there is one place online uh, called organic garden and uh, from there i source all my organic food like even papayas you get very tasty papaya like i have seen difference between or inorganic papaya is not very tasty but organic ones are very tasty <laughs> yeah there is there's lot of difference between the taste and you found that the the difference for you personally was that um the uh, uh the pain you experienced was uh, was much less when you went organic 100% yes mm okay um before i pick your brain more about mindset i want to get more into that i know you changed your job and everything to make to get the best results possible uh, how are your symptoms now compared to your symptoms when you were in uh, the early stages symptoms were horrible like no before padison program symptoms were like very horrible once i switched to padison program things were so much in control i was able to get up from sofa without taking support earlier i used to take support of chair or walls to get up from chair but after switching to padison program like there was lot of relief in pain my pain like i used to tell i used to mention my journal like i am fe- feeling so painful you used to tell me you push for exercise and i used to push for exercise like your motivation helped me to come out of pain and you told that 
your first goal should be to come out of NSAIDs. And when I improved my exercise, slowly my non-steroidal uh, anti-inflammatory drugs came out and painkillers came out. It was so unbelievable for me. I shared on my journal as well. So uh, like then once that I used to go to gym also during that time, it was difficult. But because you told me, I used to stay on that track. And exercise is very helpful because that is like a form of painkiller. Yeah. Uh-huh. When you exercise, oxygen goes inside your body and oxygen does not allow cancerous cell to uh, expand in body. So it is very, it is very important that you are uh, filled with oxygen, with breathing and exercise. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah. in doing the exercise, as uh, I encouraged you in the support group, and getting off those non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, did you notice that coming off the painkillers then actually helped you heal even more because they may have been playing a bad role on your gut? Yes, exactly. Painkillers cannot, when you're on painkillers, it is more causing more damage to your cells and it has all the negative side effects on your body. Even your mind, your mind is not in your control. I think that's why most of the patients who are suffering from RA, they also get depressed over a period of time. So there is like unimaginable side effects of the painkillers and steroids. Like for temporary, temporarily you might feel some relief, but on long-term basis, it is hampering your digestive system and it does not allow you to heal. Yeah, interesting. Tell us more about your exercise. What did you find and what do you do now to give the best results to make your joints feel the best? Now what I do, I go for, like I listen to my body. Like like your body is not same every day. So I don't have any fixed schedule like on this time I exercise or this time I will eat. Now I listen to my body. I'm completely in present moment so I can sense my hunger. Only when I'm hungry, I will eat food. If I'm not hungry, I will not eat food. And your hunger also not like slightly hungry. You should be very hungry. Mm. And earlier, earlier I was like, I was so lazy. I would tell my mom to bring my food on table. But now I go inside the kitchen. I make my own food. I cut vegetables. So when you, when you're, you're already hungry and you go to the kitchen and you cut vegetables, then more hunger, more digestive juices are released. Then, then when you eat the food, that food is properly digested. So usually what people, people are watching movie and on one side and they're eating burger on one side. So there is no enough digestive juices to digest all that processed stuff. So it goes undigested into the intestine and it it remains there in intestines for years. It does not get digested. Yeah, (laughs) I I, I think that's one of possibly one of the most overlooked area of the strategies of healing is only eat when you're hungry. You know, the, the power of that, is is immense and yet the number of times that people adhere to that and to follow that is not so common snacking is very very common especially when we think we've got to get more calories in and so forth snacking happens all the time yeah exactly snacking is a terrible thing for the digestive process we never it never gets a chance to rest you know and in the book 
by Hiromi Shinya, The Enzyme Factor, which is yeah. one of my favourites, and it was an influential book for me. Um, and in fact, it was sort of some of the um, the the pioneering work that he did uh, gave me the idea around the two grain mix and the whole pseudo grains and buckwheat and quinoa combining them together and stuff. That all came originally from ideas from the enzyme factor and Dr. Shinya. And his quote, make friends with gentle hunger, is just such a beautiful quote, make friends with gentle hunger, because he explains yeah. that when the bodies are not digesting, it's healing. And um, yeah. so it all ties in with eating when hungry and then when you're not hungry, let it heal. Let it. It's like a mini fast in between your, in between your meals. So great insight. Yeah, actually, that's where mind power comes into picture. Because even I have to work, still I have to work hard. Like I reach out to like nuts or for snacking, but I have to tell my mind, no, Seema, you have to wait so that you are sufficiently hungry for the next meal. Like as much as possible, I try to control. Because I know if I snack, then my hunger will go, then I'll not able to eat that next dinner. That's right. That, that, that's yeah. totally right. So let's say it's four o'clock in the afternoon and we're starting to get hungry and we've got a big meal yeah. coming at five five thirty five. Maybe we're eating at six o'clock, which is a good time to eat. So we're all yeah. done by seven o'clock. So we're not pushing food into our body when it doesn't it's not designed to eat food into the dark hours. And so that's really a time when we want to avoid getting really hungry. So we either need to have a bigger lunch so that we don't yeah. start getting hungry at four o'clock or we just allow right. the hunger to build and we have an earlier dinner and we eat it a lot at dinner. We eat a lot of good yeah. food at dinner and satiate ourselves because if we're to have then a big snack at four and then dinner comes and it's 5.30 we're not that hungry but we eat everything on our plate, we're not going to feel good tomorrow. We're going to have pain. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So, yes. All right. Great. Well, I'm glad you covered that one. Uh, tell us about the, um, you talked about the visualization fairly briefly earlier, mentioned uh, visualizing becoming pain-free and drug-free and, and, yeah. and so on. Let's talk more about this mindset because before we started recording, you mentioned to me is one of the most important things for you. And it could just be the missing link for a lot of other people because Whilst everyone can get really, really um, high scores out of 10 for their diet and exercise, uh, if things are still not working, you know, deep down subconsciously, something might be just a, a pattern in our thoughts or, or something could be holding us back. So tell us, other than just saying the affirmations and visualizing pain-free and drug-free and back to maximum energy... You, you said you also changed jobs so that you felt happier more often. Yes. Earlier, I was working as a forex trader. And, oh, wow. And in that, uh, yeah, market would fluctuate and my thought would also fluctuate along with the market. <laughs> like when market is going according to my trade, then I would feel happy. When it is not going according to what I had speculated, then I would get so depressed because like a lot of money is also involved. Yeah. Yeah, so, wow, like, that's a that's a really, see, really tough job. <laughs> yes, exactly. You'll see most of the dealers and all, they face some or the other health problem. I think it is because of this. Yeah, that's stressful. So, so not, huh? Yeah. Were you uh, investing other people's money? No, no. Yes, it was other people's money were investing. Yeah, but yeah. I was trading on the behalf of company. Yeah, so you're, so, you're but, basically all yeah. the, weight, the weight of the company's finances is on your shoulders. 
Yeah. God, that's stressful. Okay, so I can yeah. see why that was playing a role. Uh, and so how did you, I mean, did you decide that you're going to leave the company and, and just uh, go off and try and heal? Or what did you do? Because I imagine that that was quite a good career. Yeah. No, the, actually, the company business operations got shifted and it shut down its operation in Mumbai. So that time I got uh, time to evaluate myself, evaluate my health because everything was going fine with career. Like it, like something, there is one Newton's law of motion or when some external force does not come, you stay on that same track. If this external force wouldn't have been happened, then I wouldn't have found you also because during that time I did my research and I, I came across your program. I was at home na, that time. So yeah. I was like research, research, Googling, Googling. I came across your TED talk. So I was like, that's why I believe like whatever happens, it is for good. Mm. Like you come to know about that later. In Bhagavad Gita also it is written. Like whatever is happening, it is for good. Whatever has happened, it is for good. And whatever is going to happen in future, it is going to be very, very good. <laughs> so, so now I come to know like, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. There is some reason. Maybe God has given me purpose for that. So when, now when I look back, like everything, I, everything is clear. What has happened to me? Why happened to me? That time I asked, used to ask, why this thing happened to me? Like rheumatoid arthritis, why only me? And that time you feel so depressed. You tend to think so negative. And it has cascading effect on all the rest of the thoughts, your day, your entire... Mm month goes like waste yeah but now everything seems to be fine yes yeah well um yeah. that's the transformation is huge you know as you said the the mindset yeah like i'm a completely different person now compared right. to 10 years back yeah 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 like earlier I, I had all the i used to get angry very fast but the, all these years i've trained my mind now i if, like i i don't get angry even if Things are not going according to my way. Maybe this disease has, uh, has taught me that. Because, you know, our body and our symptoms were not in our control. But still, we had to work towards healing. Maybe that thing has taught us and I'm able to apply that in rest of other aspects of my life as well. Well, I think you can't possibly uh, distinguish between the two. Um, you know, your experience with a very, very serious health condition shapes you as a person and shapes your thoughts and it shapes yes. your ability to have compassion for others with that with who are having health mm -hmm. problems it shapes the way that you spend your time with your education it shapes your exercise and dietary patterns it shapes your social behaviors and who you spend time with and how you spend time with them and i mean it's it virtually is the sort of backbone of all of your actions and thoughts and everything because yeah. when you're getting pain coming into your body and into your mind you know it's it's unignorable and so it, it drives all these all these different behaviors so i want to drill down more i want to pick your brains because you have a personality that is uplifting and happy and joyful and uh for people's sort of background here as well all of our communication prior to this recording You've just been so positive and so upbeat and so looking forward to this. And you've just been mm -hmm. so uh, 
pleasant um, in our brief communications. And we've had to postpone this, I think, because the hurricane or, you know, uh, here in Florida and a few yeah. things. And you've just been so, like, happy about the whole thing. And, and, and I think, you know, people can see how much you smile and how genuinely, like, I yeah. guess joyful. Like this you was are. my dream. Like three years back, I had visualized. Like I'm doing podcast with Clint Patterson. I had told my mom, like one day I will be on this podcast, and I was like hundred percent sure. You see, I will be there. And today, like it is real thing. Like I am still having goosebumps. <laughs> I just cannot believe like it is happening. It's... So I believe truly in this power of visualization. Yeah. So everyone in the community, I want to say that you visualize positive things and it will happen. You Because your brain cannot differentiate between yeah. what is real and what you're visualizing. So if you can visualize, then we can go for it, right? Our, we, we are naturally inclined to be happy, positive. Yeah. God has not designed the body and mind to be always in negativity and depression. So if we comply with the law of nature and always be happy and positive, that will reflect in our body also and it will will speed up the healing process. Because you might have seen in my journal, like within three months, ESR dropped from 40 to 11 and still it is in that range, 15. Because like diet changes and exercise I've already mentioned, but like 80% I feel it is in mind. I've read about uh, one book about Dr. Joseph Murphy also. He says that in one of the region, he said that people eat and drink everything, but they are so happy. They are full of joy, filled with laughter, that that city or town is filled with laughter and they are living up to age of 150. Like somewhere near Himalaya, that village is there. One scientist went there and he researched why the people are living such a long life. So he found out that people are very happy. They're full of love. They're passionate towards their work. They do farming and all. So that's why there, there is no disease in that village and everyone are living happily together. So I think that is main reason that disease is growing because people are so depressed now. Because Even for small, small thing, if pen is lost, then they will get angry and irritated. Like yeah. such a small thing, just for a small pen. If your mom shouts at you, then you're angry. So instead, now I train my mind, like, even if my mom shouts at me, I like smile, I smile at her. <laughs> mom, you're so, you, I love you so much. You're great. And she will like go away. There is no argument. Wow. So we should like, huh, like I changed my approach in every aspect of my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh... <laughs> It's a powerful, it's a powerful technique, and by no means is it easy. Yeah. Um, you know, I've still got some curiosity around how you actually managed to achieve that. One thing that comes to my mind is the is is the concept of interpretation. So, you know, uh, if if two people go on a roller coaster and one person interprets the roller coaster as being an exciting, wonderful experience that's going to be totally fun then they will release, their body will release endorphins and they will have the experience yeah. they expected. The, the other person on the roller coaster, if they think it's terrifying and really, really frightening and mm. they get on there, they will have that experience, their body will release inflammatory markers yeah. and they will actually have exactly. a 
physiological experience that is negative for them. So the two people had the same experience. One interpreted it one way and got positive health benefits and one got negative health benefits, same experience. So yeah. interpretation is so key. So, you know, you interpreted, I guess, your interpretation of why did you get this disease? At first you thought, well, why me? Why am I the only one and how that awful this is? And now I think you've interpreted it as an opportunity to contribute and to help other people and to maybe change lives of people, particularly in India, where I think uh, yeah. it, it can be um, challenging to um, access uh, some of the same resources as in, you know, some of the more exactly. high, bigger, bigger Western countries. Is that how you feel as mm-hmm. well? Has that helped towards feeling more happy? Has it helped more to feel the interpretation of why maybe you, you've been going through all this? Is that maybe you can help people? Yes. Now, because I found my purpose of life. Like now I can, because all my experiences I can uh, share with, when I share with others, only then my life will be meaningful. Like when I will add value to others. Like our go- like we come on this earth and we'll go one day. But what we will do on this planet earth is what matters. So that when you find your purpose and you do what you love, your work is no more a work. So you don't have that stress hormones when when you're doing the work that you don't love. Like when you get up in the morning, you should be excited. <laughs> like, yes, I'm going to do this. So like disease will miraculously vanish when because your attention is not going towards huh, where attention flows energy goes something like that you had told in one of the videos so mm-hmm. when your attention is towards positive thing yes then your energy flows towards that and where energy flows things grow yes so when yes absolutely so all this plays important role in your healing journey like healing journey is I felt it is not just about diet. Yes, diet is very important. It is 100% actually. But there is some uh, for 500% apart from uh, diet, like your thought. There, there is thought patterns and all this thing, your habits. It is one huge universe inside your mind. Mm. So you have to control your thoughts. Uh, actually, I've worked a lot. I've read many articles and research paper and i see i follow some uh, mentors online as well like who who explain about thoughts yes. like how to control thoughts and how to remain i have grown spiritually as well yes. so spirituality also i read stuff related to spirituality i think maybe that has conditioned my mind because here also my friends they say that you think differently and you're a little weird <laughs> like you're no you, you don't think like us <laughs> So, because because maybe this because of arthritis, you may be knowing social life is not that great. <laughs> Most of the time, I was at home. Yeah. In contemplating spirituality, spending time on on great uh, spending time with great people on internet. I because of internet, I could come in contact with you. So, like our. Uh, con- most of the time I was spending time with people who was adding more value to me like you mm. like like there's so many mentors you can find online today yeah. so all this has made me like made come uh condition my mind mm. little differently so yes yes absolutely yeah and what do you think your what do you think at the moment that your life's purpose is my life purpose is to help people reverse their disease 
with rheumatoid arthritis especially because i want to help someone who, who was just like me like i suffered so much at this young age and people used to tell like how at this young age you got arthritis and i want to create awareness like this arthritis is not like normal arthritis this can occur at any age so when people are aware about this disease it will also help in early diagnosis and it will help many people live normal life so i want to reach out to all those people who are in pain and suffering so if i am able to help even one per- person then i would feel so i would feel like great i would feel great like i for my existence on this planet earth mm. i would have a meaning in my life because if there is no meaning i don't know what to do when i get up then there is your life is meaningless yeah so when you actually things should flow from from what god right like you have given me so from me things should go to someone else when you, when things flow from your body then disease won't remain in your body when people want to keep everything secret people want, mm. don't want to share everything mm. gets acu- uh like stuck in your body and that takes forms of disease when uh, even in the form of emotions when emotions people don't share and they keep it inside their heart for long years and years mm. then that emotion takes form of disease mm. so it should flow you should you should show love to others you should show care you should show affection to people around you your fam it should charity begins at home so you should love your family you mm. should take care of family so all these things matter so mm. when energy does not flow from your body the disease takes some form it it gets trapped so when yeah. i am able to help many people it will flow so i will also be healthy and others will also become healthy yeah i love it <laughs> i've written i've written down flow and i'm going to tell that one to melissa because that one is golden flow is fantastic i love the concept of it um i've never talked about it or heard someone talk about it before it is absolutely fantastic because you know i i think about you know things that uh that i still want to share other things that i've learned and talked talk about and it makes me excited the feeling of flow and passing on thoughts and ideas is is one that that feels natural for us and um i'm sure everyone I'm sure anyone uh, who's watching this has the things they want to share, they want to do, they want to move out of something that's been floating in their head for weeks, months and possibly years and get it out there and put it out there and that feels good and it's a healing, it's a cleansing process because it makes way yes. for new new things. Yes. If you are not talking to someone for many years, then write a letter, I'm sorry I did this and become friends with them. if you cannot tell sorry then in your mind you tell sorry to that person and release the emotion because i also did this i used to write letter also to my family like uh, i used to write love letter like i used to write gratitude letter to my family like pen and paper today world has forgotten but pen and paper is the most effective form of communication today everyone are communicating on mobiles and the relation breaks so fast yeah if relation gets may they may are able to make relationship so fast without even understanding all the social media is uh, making this emotional world very complicated yeah so you have to control that social media uses also like in one in community i read one of your post you are told you should remain 
cut off from you are away from facebook distraction something yeah. like that your routine yeah. so yeah. i cut down all the social media yeah. during my healing period i i told that i want to remain with myself <laughs> during that healing now i'm like full outside on the social media because yeah. i have some purpose on social media so that's yes. why i've come on social media so you use it because it helps you to uh, connect with other people who you feel that you yeah. can really help. I mean, well, I have to as yeah. well. I, you know, I have to go on the Instagram and reply to people's questions, and I have to post new things from time to time because the yes. the amount of information that's being posted that's wrong by all the other, you know, people who have these uh, other views exactly. are clouding and and crowding out the the um. The space, and so if I don't, and yeah. other people like yourself, uh, and other people who know the truth are not posting regularly, or at least somewhat, then our message doesn't even exist, and the the one that's important exactly. is just being buried. Yeah, exactly. I saw one post like meat is getting deep fried in oil, and that <laughs> Instagram post has ten million views. Imagine ten million view people inside their brain that post went, and they might have felt like eating that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He couldn't so do anything worse. What, what could be worse? Yeah. Eating meat deep fried <laughs> in oil. I mean, you got there's not much worse for the body than that. That's that's crazy. Yeah. And the people that post is reaching out to that is huge number. Yeah, and all uh, our our post it is reaching out to just few number of I people. I know. I so know. We, yeah, I know. we yeah. have to work hard. It is true. It is true. A comment that I often get on YouTube is. Uh, you know, uh, why does this guy only have 10,000 followers or something? Exactly. Because like cat videos have 500,000 followers, people who post videos of their cat. And what I believe that we're putting out on our YouTube channel and, and so forth and other platforms is stuff that can change people's lives. And and you get 10,000 yeah. for life-changing stuff and 500,000 for a cat that scratches its ear with its paw, you know. But... <laughs> <laughs> but that's just that's just how the world is and uh and rather than you know we talk about interpretation right rather than interpretation that is disappointing or frustrating i interpret that as there are nearly or there are 10,000 people who want to hear my message and want to hear your stories exactly. and sto and that mm. is where you focus and the not on the 490 that aren't there. It's the 10,000 yeah. that are really, really passionate about this information and actually get value from it and want more of it. So that's where my focus is at. Yes, so exactly. I think you have wisdom way beyond your years and um, I've got family <laughs> members who believe in uh, multiple lives and uh, they would say that your wisdom has evolved over multiple, multiple lives and, 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 <laughs> and that you you're a, a very wise soul. So that's, that's what I would say and I, I mean that in the most deeply complimentary way. Uh, you've <laughs> got this you so wonderful combination of youthful beauty, but also this deep spiritual wisdom. And that, I mean, that that combination is is remarkable. So that I this think wouldn't have been possible without you. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's nice. Well, you know, I, you know what we just mentioned. I just put we put the content out there, and now you're helping to create. Uh, some wisdom around this as well and we put another piece of the puzzle together and we and we continue to share and uh yes. 
and hope that uh, another person um, for hears the right message at the right time to make the decisions that they need to make to get the right to get the outcomes they've been visualizing and saying affirmations for just like you have been yes so thank you Seema I think we might uh, wrap it up there um, uh, congratulations on how far you've come um, with your physical symptoms I know that uh, you're living yeah. a, a very very comfortable uh, life now on only a very small amount of uh, methotrexate and um, you're moving into a completely different direction and, and going to be helping other people and uh, hopefully this is a good start towards that as well yes and thanks a lot for giving me chance to reach out to people who are in your community i pray that all in your community get well fast like your community support forum was so helpful everyone used to motivate me when i used to feel down like the support is very important just by reading it cannot help so when i got into the support your community when you pushed me used to stay on track that i think played a major role to keep me motivated to keep that belief the flame of belief alive in my mind mm. so that kept me going so i am immensely grateful like like i cannot express in words like so much grateful i am like this i'm talking i'm doing everything today it's all because of you created your content on internet and you made your efforts to reach out to me like still i would have been lying on bed <laughs> <laughs> like so i want to thank you from bottom of my heart oh you're very very for, welcome for all your efforts <laughs> mm. thank you seema thank you for sharing and uh, as i said congratulations on what you've done keep up the great work and uh, keep doing all the right things uh, and looking after your body just the way that you've been and you'll continue to to have the wonderful results. So thanks again. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Patterson program. For more information visit pattersonprogram.com.